This is Bet MGM tonight. Join us for live sweats. Yes. Let's go, Kansas State. That was a big balls three. Three minutes ago. Big balls three. Instant reaction. This is an unbelievable thing for me to see. My favorite team, my true favorite team. Less mistress, more side piece. And maybe a few regrettable decisions. Oh, he's got bust written all over him. Gutekind sucks. Jordan Edison ran a 5-3-40, and he's Tristis height. I'd take him. You know what you shouldn't have done? Bet on the Wizards. Yeah, I'm pretty much done with the Wizards. Now, live from Mandalay Bay Sportsbook in Las Vegas, Nevada, site of the big game, it's Ryan Horvat, Trista Crick, and Nick Eshoo. That's right. We're live from Vegas. I'm so glad that I love it. It's like we can't we can't say we're in DC or not in DC, guys, with this, this backdrop we got going on. I do miss the 900 voice, though. Live from Washington, oh, yeah. D.C. <laughs> Time to get it's in those spots. Whatever happened to one 900 numbers? The internet. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> Nobody really does that anymore. Although, I guess you probably won't tell the story on air, but you did have a funny run-in with uh, a neighbor that thought you did something. That... Oh, yeah, yeah. She saw my false eyelashes. I told her I worked at night and, <laughs> and kept odd hours. And she said, you know, truth be told, Trista, I thought maybe I had met my first uh, sex worker. <laughs> and that I is... said, Wow. I must be doing well at that if that, I moved into the neighborhood. I, I was like three weeks into moving into this one of One of the funniest stories you've ever told. Maggie Gray live on set with us, host of Maggie and Perloff. Weekday morning, CBS Sports Radio. You guys are on at 3 a.m. out here. You, I have nothing I was up listening to them this morning, yeah. Nick. We, yeah, because we yep. didn't go to bed till after to 3 a.m. Literally. <laughs> yes, uh, hi guys. Thank you for having me on. So it's funny, when I walk to the set, I'm like, in a blazer with like my credential on and I'm all determined to walk in and people are like double fisting in the hallways, making <laughs> out, puking. Some guy was just like weirdly sticking his tongue out at us. Like there's been, I saw someone getting a back massage at a blackjack table at two yes. o'clock in the morning. I mean, we've, we've seen a lot and it's been worth every moment. Yeah. I met you, I think the 2017 Super Bowl. that was Houston. Yeah. That was 28-3. We were just, uh, lamenting and we were in, in nostalgia mode about how those radio rows were and you've covered a lot more of those than me what's your favorite Super Bowl that you've done oh that's a great question um I can't say this one because you guys would say you're a liar uh no this has been great though um I really actually I am gonna say this one can I tell you why and it's not mm -hmm. because of radio row radio row is its own behemoth thing mm -hmm. it's cool to do and and can be fun We've been doing stuff outside in Las Vegas, like off campus. Yeah. And these are the two favorite things I've ever done. We went to a Elvis-themed wedding. Wow. Uh, my co-host and I, Pearl Off, we <laughs> bought tuxedo t-shirts because one must dress for the occasion. Sure. Yeah. And uh, we found this couple at the Little Vegas Chapel, and they said they'd be into it. They were renewing their vows. And an Elvis impersonator, like, remarried them. He walked her down the aisle. He sang a few songs. I kid you not, I looked over to Perloff and he was like crying. I'm like, oh we don't even no, know these people. Really? He's like, Scott and Michelle. He's like, what? I love love. I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> That's amazing. It was so, it was actually quite touching. And uh, so that was number one. And two, we went to the place, uh, Gold and Silver Pawn Shop, where they shoot pawn Oh, yeah, pawns. yeah, yeah. PJ okay. was so, I went there with him on Sunday. He was so excited to go. It was his and, first yeah. destination off the plane. Yes, and didn't it deliver? I mean, yeah. it's great. So we had an idea. Pearl off will take twenty dollars. I'll take twenty dollars. Who can find the coolest thing for twenty bucks? Mm -hmm. And we'll put it on our set. We'll take it back to New York with us. 
And uh, we got in there and they laughed in our faces when they said $20. <laughs> They're like, we have a $30,000 Lionel Messi jersey like hanging on the <laughs> yeah. wall. We think you have the wrong place. And um, But we stayed with it. We haggled him and did the whole thing. And we got one cool Elvis plate that plays music and another cool Elvis memorabilia thing. So Elvis is the theme. So, Maggie, I haven't really slept much this week, and my brain is not what it used to be already. You're a Buffalo yeah. Bills fan, correct? I am, yeah. What do we got to do to get the Buffalo Bills in this game next year and get Josh Allen some help? Like, the defensive side of the ball, a bunch of injuries. We'll obviously talk about the uh, the big game, but yeah. what do you think the Bills' move should be? You I mean, witchcraft? Coaching change? Witchcraft? You got any uh, the voodoo dolls? I don't know. I don't know what this team did to anger the sports gods because yeah. this kind of pain – shouldn't really be inflicted on one fan base. And I know the Vikings have had their troubles. And there's been some heartbreaks yeah. for a lot of organizations. I mean, we do a whole thing on the Jets. But, I mean, to miss another field goal felt particularly, particularly mean. Torture. I wa it wasn't the Super Bowl, obviously, and it wasn't a game winner. It would have been to tie. But, I mean, still, I, I was in favor of getting rid of McDermott, Sean yeah. McDermott. Mm -hmm. He's the only coach who's been – at this job, as long as he has been, has not nearly had the success of any of the other coaches who've had the privilege of having that job. I said before the playoffs started, uh, I don't even care if they go to the Super Bowl. Jim Harbaugh should have been the one they were targeting, yeah. and it should have been months ago, months ago, when the NCAA first started coming after Harbaugh. Would he have picked Buffalo over L.A.? I mean, who does that? But maybe with Josh Allen, there would have had a chance. But, yes, a coaching change has to happen. Totally agree. Yeah. I mean, obviously now the coaching change probably isn't going to at this no, point no, in not, the cycle. No. But yeah. in terms of what else they do with that roster, like is exactly. Stephon Diggs back? Like what type of – I, yeah. I feel like they could have some major roster overhaul this well, offseason. they're cap hell. Yeah. I mean, they're yeah. so strapped and they're over by like $50 million. Mm -hmm. um, every, Everyone, the top 15 players on the roster have to restructure. Um, and we had Dalton Kincaid on the show today, and we, I asked him about Stephon Diggs like – you know, something we don't know about him or something. And he's like, I have no BS. He's the most positive guy in the locker room. And I'm like, BS. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. But uh, listen, Kincaid was huge. Huge. Khalil Shakir. I, they yeah. need, he was a gamer. You know, listen, here's the thing about the Bills. They had a perfect game plan against the Chiefs yes. until they just abandoned it for some reason mm -hmm. in the final five minutes of the game. So um, I don't know. I, I wish I had a better fix, um, but Josh Allen in crunch time is always going to be himself, and I'm actually fine with that. You know, the one thing we I joked about here was yeah. that having Bills fans in Vegas would have been amazing. Like We're, we're great uh, everywhere. Uh, Bills fans yeah. are also the nicest but craziest people all at the same time. Uh, one of my friends, Ryan Hickey, who works at CBS, had a great – he summed it up perfectly. He goes, if they gave out Lombardi trophies – for tailgating, yes, the oh. Bills would be the dynasty of our yeah. lifetime. Yes. And I'm like, yes, yeah. we would be a dynasty. Yeah. I mean, just get the ketchup and mustard out, yeah. put, light me on fire, and throw <laughs> me through a table. Um, I'm for all of it. We we talked about this with uh, the sideline reporter for the Chiefs just a, just a few minutes ago, and it's like it feels like the teams that play the Chiefs, no matter whether they have more talent, yeah. whether they come in and know the weaknesses to exploit from the Chiefs, they just seem to blink. They just seem psyched to out. Uh, yeah, psyched out. Yeah. Do you think it's fear? of what the Chiefs have been? Or do you think it's animosity for what the Chiefs have been and they really feel like their emotions? Because that's what happened in the Ravens game. Their oh, yeah. emotions Zay got Flower with the taunting penalty, the yeah. out of character for him. The pre-game nonsense. With Tucker. Yeah. The Van Noy helmet and yeah, the Kelsey. Kelsey. Uh, it, which one is it? Is it allure? Is it aggression? Like in your estimation, yeah. and that happened obviously with, with Josh at the end sure. of the game too. 
So I think it's a little bit of what the Patriots used to do, which is, you know, they're not going to beat themselves. Now, listen, I'm not to say Andy Reid is like the master clock management guy. He's a Hall of Famer and amazing. But like that, there's still a little weakness there. But they're not going to make the mistake. You're going to make it. And I think there's something about the Patriots are like that. Like they're always going to be buttoned up. They're always going to be the one on the P's and Q's. And if anyone is blowing this thing, it's not us because we're prepared. And I'm not saying the other teams aren't. I mean, the Ravens certainly didn't look prepared no. on the offensive side. They got totally taken. They were panicked. Um, but I think there's something where it's almost like uh, the machine that keeps moving forward at you. Like you, you know it's not going to slow down, yeah. and it's up to you to adjust to it. Who do you like in the game? Niners are two-point favorites now, total 47-and-a-half. Are you rolling with Mahomes and the Chiefs? Are you, are okay. you, you can't bet against can, Mahomes? Can we talk it out? Yeah. Okay, so – Betting against Mahomes when he's getting two points seems so dumb. Mm -hmm. But I'm sitting here in this amazing casino, and I feel like these people know a little something in the sports book. Yeah. So while everyone's picking the Chiefs, I feel like I should zag and pick the 49ers just because to not follow the public money. Yeah, it'll be, be you and me together. Listening yep. to yeah. shows hey, like – oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, no, I'm on Chiefs minus seven. <laughs> Trust us okay. all in on Chiefs. All in. Minus so seven. Wow. We're very minus split seven. on the show. Okay. Plus very 320, though, great value. I, I love that. That'd be interesting. I wonder how many points do the Chiefs have to score to cover minus seven, do you think? Man. Probably 28. I think 24. 23. Really? You don't think the 49ers are going to do anything? I just think it's going to be so tough. And we're talking about a Chiefs defense that are sh shutting down a Bills team that was start starting to finally yeah. click offensively. The Ravens were blowing teams out. You sure. saw what they did against the Niners on Christmas Day. You saw what they did to the Lions. Two very potent offenses, and there was just nada. Like, I could see a game similar to the way that the Ravens played the Niners okay. in, the, in the Super Bowl. The one thing about that, and it's a great logic, the one thing about that is the Chiefs couldn't do anything in the second half offensively. Yeah. You think they were playing possum? Well, no, I'm just – I just don't know if the 49ers are going to go away. Like, you know, if the Ravens offense can do anything, the 49ers have shown a pension to come back. You know, yeah. I don't know yeah. if they would like, I don't know, roll over, I guess, like the Ravens kind of, I have no idea, but I, I want to fade the public because I listen to great shows like yours. And I feel like you guys Sweet. as experts always tell people like me to fade the public. Problem is though, we've got two people here We're that are with divided. the public. Well, actually yeah. everybody's on Kansas city. So you'd actually be with the well, public. The interesting thing not is plus it's, seven, it's, but. It's interesting, too, because the reason, and from what we understand through Patrick Everson, who talks to bookmakers, yeah. we have him on once a week, that the reason that the number is two is because there's so many people like Ryan who bet the Niners pre-flop 12 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Got so it. the money, the liability, they want to split even. Yeah. And yeah. because there's 12 to 1, 11 to 1, 10 to 1 tickets all exist, then they need to make sure that the Chiefs are balancing things out. Oh, okay. I mean, that makes some sense. So Makes how, you a little scared now. Scared. Well, now I'm like, What's the right the side? It's funny, though, because... So here's the thing. In real life, the moment that the spread came out, um, and the, the moment that the NFC Championship game ended, and they first posted, I think it was two... Three. It was three. Got three I got yeah. it at two. So I guess two hours after, maybe? Yeah. yeah. So I did actually make the bet, but, I mean, that was just a small one. I could go another door. Call that a little sprinkle, a little yeah, pepperoni money. just like, listen. Just a little bit. A little, little pizza money. Yeah. You know, it's funny, though, because like I just feel like nobody really, truly has a real side in this, like 100% confident. I mean, yeah, again, like, I know you're all in on the Chiefs. I make but even my then, money by being overly delusionally we, confident. <laughs> it just it has the feel of a game that could just end on the last play of the game, and it comes down to a field goal. Definitely. We are having a discussion, a discussion today because, um, why not? Greatest Super Bowl of all time. Throw it around, you know, easy yeah. topic and mm -hmm. fun and just, you know, for S's and G's. And there, 
this one has an opportunity. It does. You know, we're talking about greatest of all time. I'm talking about, you know, the Giants upsetting the Patriots. That was a 14-point spread, a 12-point spread yeah. in that game. You know, we're talking about uh, 1970s, you know, Cowboys and Pittsburgh Steelers. Who knows? And, you know, talking about, uh, you know, Steelers, Arizona. These games we came out of nowhere, and this one has all the makings of a classic. Do you think there's a chance that, like, if you're looking at uh, MVP, right? Mahomes yeah. is the favorite, even though, which is weird because the Chiefs are the dogs in the game, and he's the favorite to win MVP at plus 135. Purdy's plus 230. Do you think it's worth it to play like a Travis Kelsey or a Brandon Ayuk or Debo Samuel? Because I just feel like it's a quarterback award even in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And if, like, let's say Kelsey has seven catches, yeah. 108 yards, two touchdowns, it's probably going to Mahomes, right? I mean, I, I think Kelsey could definitely win it. I mean, Taylor in the building. I, you know those see, numbers when she's there, script. right? That was that's that's yeah. what I was thinking two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah I mean, and, and also Kelsey is maybe we could have the debate. Is he the greatest tight end? He's surefire yeah. Hall of yeah. Fame. Yeah. Like history showing that Travis Kelsey won a Super Bowl MVP yeah. would would not surprise anybody. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey, probably same. Mm-hmm. Anyone outside of that, I would probably, you know, just just a little for yeah. fun. His evolution as a star, too. We were talking about interviewing him back in that 2017 yep. Super Bowl. He's changed completely. He's so much more polished. He's so much more charismatic. Um, and that evolution has been super fun to watch as well. When he was at that Super Bowl in Houston and doing Radio Row, we did a thing where um, we put all these, uh, like, a dartboard up, and he had to throw the darts, and wherever he landed, like, corresponded to a question. He was so cool. I mean, that's silly and whatever. He was so cool about it and very comfortable in front of the camera even then, but who could have saw this? It's crazy to think, too. I mean, we've now gotten to the point where the Chiefs have become the Patriots. Of the, you, just yeah. don't, you just don't count them out at all. It's no. like they're the same thing. We joked about it here. Like, this was the one year where you thought maybe you could fade the Chiefs, and here they are back in the Super Bowl again. You cannot kill this team. You no. cannot beat them. And that's why when people are like, Travis Kelsey's going to retire, Andy Reid's going to retire. Why? Yeah. You, you're attached to Mahomes. You, this is all-time <laughs> legacy stuff. And you're right. This probably was the year they could have gotten tripped up, and all those other AFC quarterbacks fell by the wayside. And their defense is great. Steve Spagnolo is awesome yeah. as their defense coordinator. Zero head coaching hires. Like, they're not going anywhere. If they stay together, who knows what they could achieve? Our boss, Spike Eskin, yeah. program director, WFAN, CBS Sports Radio. I know, not, not for much I was longer. Say not not anymore, for much though, longer. So. I know. Now. Single tier. Philly I'm legend. Like, single? Yeah, yeah. I'm like Pearl off at an Same. Elvis theme wedding. Oh, my <laughs> God. Single tier for Spike. I, I, did t- I did cry on that phone conversation, but. He's all about the opinions. That was the, yep. the big advice he always gave me. What advice would you give him now that he's going back to the <laughs> afternoon job? Oh, my gosh. I can't give Spike. I call him Slumdog Millionaire because I'm like, your whole life has been set up for all of these moments. Um, listen. Four hours. Of radio. Oh, gosh. I mean, get used. This is what he's got to get used to this again. And I know this because I did local radio. You got to be cool. We're talking about the same stuff all the time mm-hmm. every day yeah yankees lineup mets lineup that was my life um at fan but for him it's esteban be- floor y'all why isn't he up <laughs> i mean you want to talk a little miguel and duhar what went yes, wrong i'm yes. there for you but you know getting used to having to really dive into the nitty-gritty he does it obviously with the sixers with the rights to ricky sanchez but getting getting used to that's gonna be fun for him New York sports radio and Philly sports radio, so different than D.C. Every time I listen, I just like, it's just fans there, just different. It's just, it's a, it's a whole other have world. Have a take. Yo, have yeah, you have to, without question. Maggie Gray, every Good weekday stuff. morning, CBS Sports Radio. Thanks for coming on Thank with us. Thank you guys so much. Really appreciate it. I know you've had a very long day because you were up at probably like midnight. So, you know, it's, it's very impressive. This is how I roll. Hey, you know what? Damn it, it's impressive. Pet MGM tonight. 
Uh, there's no okay. music, but that's totally fine. Uh, you we ready? are live from Mandalay Bay. MGM tonight is in Vegas. That's the NBA. Ryan found his credit card, then he went to Omnia till 6:30 a.m. You were not out till 6:30. No, he was. Life is not really thrilled, but you'll get over it after a week or two on the couch. Yeah, you you spend a lot of time sleeping on the couch. It tends to happen quite a bit. Ryan needs a new couch. He sleeps on it so much. Might be sleeping in the garage after this week, no baby. Well, the best part was that I ordered a pizza last night to the room. I saw him. And Ryan walked by right when the pizza was at being what delivered. At time? At 3.30? Yeah, like 3.30 in hungry. the morning. Yeah. Get yeah. in my belly. Oh, yeah, it was, was an early night for me. 3.30 is early. Yeah. I, I'm not usually a late night pizza guy anymore because, well, I'm not 23 and I, I just can't do that. Uh, but it was calling to me. And by the way, uh, Arya has great pizza. I just want to point that out. They, they do a great job and it was it was fantastic. But it is it is Vegas and nothing uh, nothing matters here. There are no rules and time is... Not really a thing. 57-41, Auburn over Alabama right now. How about now. that over, there Peach? You go, Peach? Andrew, did you yep. grab it? I want to know. Did yes. you get in? Yes. Oh, yeah. That's what we want to see. We it was a little see. sus. It had gone from 164 and a half all the way down to 161 and a half, and it was actually juiced to the under. And you never know what's going to happen when you decide to smite the odds. All right, we bring on our buddy Jeff Feinberg, Mayo Media, of course, a longtime Chargers fan. Happy, excited, has Jim Harbaugh there as a head coach. Uh, I'm sure you're still riding the wave of the excitement of that. But leading up to this game, this Super Bowl, I, I know we don't have the Chargers here this year, but maybe next year for you, maybe next year when you've got Harbaugh. Most people seem to be struggling finding a side in this game. Do you have a side that you like between Chiefs and 49ers? Well, I have a side that I like because I did – bet a few 49er futures along the way so as a bit of a degenerate gambler it feels like a win just getting to the big game and not having to go out of pocket because a lot of you know people you hear on the shows like oh my model the side it's so perfectly matched <laughs> it's a super bowl like your ego just you pick a side you watch the game with your buddies you're picking a side so i don't like everyone like copping out on it I do lean the 49ers, and yeah, I'm a Chargers fan, so I'm not rooting for, like, I just want to delay the triplets for, for Mahomes and the Chiefs fans, because when they had the first one, I was happy for Chiefs Kingdom. It's such a great fan base, and then they got so cocky so quickly. I'm like, settle down. The doctor didn't deliver triplets. Well, hasn't been many years. Here we are. They're about to get them. If they don't get them this year, they'll get them another year. Whatever. When did the Chiefs for you, Jeff, and Mahomes particularly, and I don't actually know if he is to you, but I, I'm assuming he is, when did they become unduly unlikable and, like, not just unlikable but can't standable? I'm not really sure because I'm not – like, I got friends who are Bills fans, Dolphins fans, Jets fans, and the way they talk about Brady, like, I'm never going to be that guy. Like, I, yeah. I watch Mahomes. He's the greatest. Uh, like, he does things. I, I don't know. For me, it's more so like the off the field. Uh, and I, I don't know. I, I overreact yeah. to things. But it's some of, you know, the hangers on or in his circle. As long as they're around, like, I can find yeah. them hateable. Yeah, his brother absolutely sucks. But he's he made a great move, like just getting rid of him. Like you don't see what's his name, Jackson. Jackson. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you like never see him anymore. They're hiding him. Uh, any player props that you like, Jeff? Uh, yeah, George Kittle over forty-seven. Now it's up to forty-eight. I, I feel like Spag's gonna bring the blitz. 
They like to run those two tight end sets. I don't trust the Chiefs linebackers in coverage. Willie Gay, Nick Bolton, ex-Charger Drew Tranquil. I'm telling you, there'll be a play where he's in a circle trying to keep up with George Kittle. Easy completions. That's one I do like. Uh, like a lot of people early in the week, I might have a, done a bit of a Debo overload. But the fact that some of those numbers keep rising, maybe I can come back in on the other side. So, uh, yeah, Debo, Kittle, and I think McCaffrey's probably going to win MVP, assuming San Francisco wow. wins. I, I bet McCaffrey MVP, too. I'm worried about that Chiefs pass rush getting after Brock Purdy and making his life really, really difficult. Where are you on Brock Purdy in this game, but also just overall as a quarterback? He's been such a, a polarizing topic, and I feel like everybody's still kind of – there's a lot of – Either, hey, this guy is a franchise quarterback, or there's, I don't know, I still want to see a little more from him. He, he, he hasn't a bit, like, despite the game manager label, like, you've watched enough, he's made big plays in big moments. So, you know, game managers still need to be elite in moments to get to that next level. But how do I feel? Like, I'm really scared. I'm scared compared to the quarterback on the other side. He's probably going to be a lot more nervous. The other games haven't started that great. Spags is going to do a lot of disguising. He's going to bring the pressure. He's going to make them feel it. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm really nervous. If I like the Chiefs, I'd be parlaying the Chiefs with, like, like a Purdy interception ladder. I mean yeah. that. Because if it gets out of hand and he's got to throw, I'd be really scared. Like, it's got to start. Obviously, it's up football 101. But if it's not there with McCaffrey – that's where Chicago's going to start early, that zone run. And you try that, you try that, you try that, unless that really doesn't work. And then you say, Brock, you got to win us this football game. Two games in a row now, Jeff. It looks like the Niners are on the ropes. And due to mental mistakes, really, some bad game management by the Packers and then by the Lions as well, you know, the, the Niners find a way to get back into the game. But the Chiefs, to me, feel kind of like a boa constrictor, where if they get up early, and like you said, Brock Purdy has to get outside of himself and not be a game manager. Do you? And But other people who like the Niners think that that's what Brock Purdy's built to do. Which category do you fall into, the, you know, the first one or the second? I guess probably the second, but I'm such a sucker for, like, draft position. Like, it took me a while, even on Brady, guys, like, like, you know, Trista, it took me a while to really overcome where you're drafted and really how good you are relative to your teammates. But there's superstars everywhere. Kyle's proven that you can do it. And a lot of teams, it's this new model. Yes, it's winning on the rookie contract, but you build the team and then you get the quarterback seems to certainly be working in San Francisco and some other places are trying to copycat that. Yeah. Let's talk a little Phoenix Open, one of the better tournaments, I think, of the year. Hopefully we could uh, make it out there. What do you think <laughs> about – I know everybody likes Justin Thomas, but I'm looking at the number right now. 10-1 uh, to 1 over at BetMGM. Scotty Scheffler is the favorite. What do you like this week, Jeff? Yeah, so I feel like I'm like one of the only people who didn't bet Justin Thomas to win this week. Yeah. I could see why everyone does like him. From the high-end players, it's Sam Burns – who has my attention uh, sixth at the Amex. We know he was tied going into that. Uh, the second last hole there 10th at Pebble beach last week. He, he to me is just as, just as capable of winning as Justin Thomas. I trust him just as much as Justin Thomas sixth last year here in Phoenix. 
I think these, you know, carpet-like greens will suit him well. I should note the rain is in here again. The rain that was coming through California last week is hitting Pebble. And I guess you guys have had some of it in Vegas. And they're already talking about lift clean in place for tomorrow, which is really annoying because you know some guys are just going to shoot some absolutely banana low scores, I feel. Is there anybody you want to fade in this that you just, this either the course, the situation, you just want to stay away from? Uh, in terms of fading, I, I, I'm, I don't know that I'm fading, but I am willing to pick on Max Homa this week. I have played oh, Sam Burns in some head-to-heads with him. Uh, you know, you look at a guy like Byung Hung An, I'd love to maybe have bet him, but the sports books have clearly decided that they don't want us to bet him, so I don't want to fade him. But there are some attractive matchups if you do want to pick on a guy like Ann this week. But, yeah, I think it's Max Homa who I am, uh, strangely enough, deciding to pick on. What about this Genesis Open? I'm pretty excited because Tiger Woods is playing in it. He's never really played Riviera very well. I, I haven't seen the numbers yet, but what do you think about him returning there? But also, like, is him to miss the cut, like, worth a bet? I don't really thought about that. There's going to be a lot of hoopla. He's sure going to do a lot of media. You read some of the stories. It seems like he is the reason that the PGA went to find this private equity money instead of merging with Liv, where I think a lot of golf fans would probably just prefer they merged with Liv and they can get their players back. He's unveiling a new brand uh, next week. So there's a lot on the tape, the table for Tiger, including being host. But missing the cut. I don't want to cheer against it, but it could set up for something like good if you to get back on at the Masters, maybe. Uh, I, I'm, I'm certainly not looking to bet on Tiger, but I'm not here where I want to pick on him. But I can see where you're thinking. If you get an inflated, miss the cut number, I'm not going to tell you not to do it. Did you play anything in Live this weekend? Okay, so I did play a couple bets in Live. I kind of joked that I want to stay away from the guys who love a good party being in Vegas, Dustin Johnson, you know, Pauline ain't missing a party. You know, Jenna and Brooks are going to be at the good parties this week. You know, it's those loners, maybe like a a Bryson DeChambeau I've backed. Patrick Reed is a guy that I've backed this week. I can't, I'm warming up to live, but the hubris they show by playing this week in Las Vegas uh, against a PGA tournament that is very popular, the Super Bowl, How much oxygen does the sports landscape have for them? I thought it was such an epic fail because I know they're starting a day early. They're off tomorrow. I thought for sure they would have sent some of their top guys through Radio Row just to do the car wash. People would have been fawning over like a Cam Smith, a Phil, a Rom. Like what an epic fail, Miss. I don't know what they're doing in Vegas this week. What do you just think of the future of golf as a whole with this merger and live and everything that's gone on with it? I'm quite pessimistic. I'm I'm very pessimistic. Uh, people seem to think maybe there'll be some short-term pain for long-term gain. I do not see it. This private equity money just seems like guys like Patrick Patrick Cantley, you know, secured you know more more security. You look at who's behind it. John Henry from the Red Sox. Go ask a Red Sox fan how he's taking care of fans. Like I don't. I don't see any benefit for fans. I just see a fractured sport. And I've said many times there are like geopolitical issues at hand here, but
but at its core, I'm just a spoiled North American sports fan. Like, I'm not really into auto racing. I'm not really into soccer. I don't like, like, a Messi Ronaldo not being under the same tour or league. Like, they are supposed to play each other, not by happenstance in big events, but just in the calendar year. So I hate everything that's happened. I hate it, and I'm expecting Liv to not only with John Rum, I'm expecting them to triple down. I'm ex- If the PGA doesn't come to them, they're going to triple down. And they're going to take more players. God forbid a Hovland or something. Hide your kids. Hide your wives. <laughs> they signing everybody up in here. That's what they're doing. Uh, you were the first person, Jeff, that I thought of when the Chargers got Harbaugh. And now, like, what's the excitement for you as a fan? And what do you think is next? Lots of rumors about this team moving on from Keenan Allen just based on the amount that it's going to cost to keep them. Just like overall big picture for you overall big picture i'm really excited uh how can i not be there's a level of like credibility maybe like just the charger jokes can end when people want to bet the chargers you don't have to have like a three minute discussion of how they'll lose on the margins and you have to prepare yourself for it uh you know just a jim harbaugh led football team jim harbaugh led culture I'm used to faith family football as, you know, being a Philip Rivers guy. <laughs> so I'm happy yeah. for that to sort of be back into the Charger element. Um, I'm nervous that Jim's going to want to win right right away. I think that, like, people talk about the Charger cap trouble. It will only be a problem if they want to kick this thing down the road. They can peel this with, with one Band-Aid. This thing could be done. I don't mind if Keenan wants to be a charger for life and they find a way to accommodate that. Uh, But there's just no way that they're going to be able to keep Bosa, Mike Williams, even Khalil Mack. If someone will give you like a third or a fifth for, for one of those edge rushers on draft day, the chargers got to take it. In my opinion, Uh, they could set themselves up really well. They, they can get themselves into that, like, Really dangerous Atlanta Falcons, New Orleans Saints, like long-term cap trouble if they try to kick this thing down the road. So I really do think the best interest would be for the one-time Band-Aid, like just rip it off. It's it's amazing, though, how in the NFL you can turn a team around in a year or two. We saw it from the Texans. When you get credibility as a head coach, I mean, who knows what the Chargers could do in one year. Jeff Feinberg, always good to talk to you, man. Thanks, Thanks for man. coming on. Anytime I'm envious, guys, more 3 a.m. pizza in Vegas. Like, love oh, it. I wish you were here, Jeff. Uh, yeah, yeah honestly, we would love that. It, we could have you on set and we could go, yeah, we go, go to the club with, uh, yeah. go to Omnia and yeah, we'd be doing And the relief of like finding your credit card, that's like winning a parlay. <laughs> so dude, Ryan's dude. like playing with house money for at least like 500 in bets now. Yeah, My wife is. was going to kill me, Jeff. And, yeah. you know, uh, I don't I don't even know how I was going to get home without a credit card. So Ryan that was had huge. to get Nick to go to the ATM and sell him money for cash. <laughs> I couldn't even play blackjack <laughs> on Monday night. It's Vegas, man. You know how it is. It all changes everything. See you, buddy. Thanks, Jeff. All the best. Uh, Jeff's the best. Yeah. 63 or 66 now, 48, by the Let's way. Let's go, Pete. Auburn over Remember Alabama. PJ faded Alabama. He was that confident. I'm so proud of him. Good job, Peach. I'm the class man. Yeah, he is the glass man, damn it. Yeah. BetMGM tonight. At BetMGM giving online sportsbook customers the opportunity to win a grand prize up to $58,000. All you got to do is sign up. You go to the promotions page and you look for the big game prop bet questions. You get the most right. You can win up to $58,000. Not us. Woo. We're not allowed. 
uh, but other people can. No. And that's the most important thing. And it's important, too. It's free to play, which is a very good thing. Another good thing, Auburn's up 69 to 50 right now over Alabama. Thank that's you, what everybody yeah, on yeah. the show wants to see, my friends. Yeah. yeah. Love Thank it. You. Now we... Now, for me, the problem is – oh, I got the hiccups. The problem for me now is, though, uh, I'm going to have to sit around and watch Northwestern basketball. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's 06 this all over true. again when I covered the team. All I remember uh, – well, I love Chris Collins, and I was so excited because I started, like, as an intern, and his dad would go to every game, Doug Collins, you know, obviously. Yes. And uh, he would, like – he would, like, watch the game like a regular dad, though. He would get nervous. He would have to, like, pace around. He wouldn't be able to watch, like, the mm-hmm. key moments. I just thought that was so so cute, so cool, Aww. and so wholesome. <laughs> but, like, my dream was, because they had never at that point made the NCAA tournament. So my dream was I covered Northwestern the first year they make the tournament. Instead, I got a real job, and then the next year they made the tournament. But I feel like nobody in, like, nobody in Chicago really cares anyway about Northwestern, even though they call themselves no, they you don't. Know, Chicago's Big Ten team. Because let's be honest. They're a bunch of geeks. Yeah. yeah. I Sorry for that. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's just not – that's one of those programs where when they have these great years, football, basketball, whatever, people kind of jump on the bandwagon a little bit. Yeah. But there's not that that passion for – you know what I mean? Like no matter what. Quick question to yes. the, for the yes. squad here. Feel yes. free. We got plenty of time. Sex Life Mom. I was looking at what's on the TV right now. What the heck is that? I, so I don't <laughs> no, know. No, no, the secret sex life of a single mom. Okay. Yes. Which is yeah. even weirder. More interesting. So to usually me. this was our feed, our return feed. We see <laughs> I like remember. what what you know what looks like it yeah. looks like on Twitch oh, yeah. and YouTube, all of yeah. our video feeds. Yeah. Uh, it's now switched over to Samsung TV Plus, <laughs> and we have the secret sex life of a single yeah. mom, which if we can just put that on, guys, I'm interested. Yeah, can so, we check it out? I was just watch it. I mean, for research purposes. See what she's up to. Research purposes. I think we know only. what she's up so, to as well. Uh, first up, I just want to preemptively apologize uh, on the front end. Mom, I'm so sorry. Why? What'd you but do? you know I'm going to have to do it because that's what I am. Uh-oh. So I, as you might know, was raised by a single mom. Mm-hmm. And I remember oh, no. okay, I'm going back, back in the back bedroom of the basement, which I ended up when I was about 13 moving into the full basement it's a three room basement Mm -hmm. and the back bedroom i never slept in i always slept in the front room because i was scared i wanted to be close to the back door there was no doors no exits in the back room but it's fully decked out it was like a full bed the back the headboard was like wooden had some like drawers and i remember being looking for something back there and i my mom was dating this guy at the time, but they like they, I don't think they were really told me they were dating. It was on again. It was off again. Yeah. And I found edible panties. Oh, no. In, yes. In the drawers. Why are you, ra- some, you can't do this to your own mom. And, yeah, and some batter and some all kinds of accoutrements. Wow. Some accessories. And I was so freaked out. I was and I was like, how does she have the time yeah. to do this? When is she doing this? Who is she doing this with? So many questions. The secret life, the secret sex life of a single mom. The first thing that popped into my mind when I saw that was, I got to tell this story about my own mom. Yeah, man. I, I'm glad put you that on that social, story, Kate. I've got flip to... that, flip that, reverse <laughs> that for you, for the views. I will throw my own mama under the bus. Man. Oh God, she's going to be so mad at you. Oh, I she, know she's watching. She, she always it. watches. She did. Mama got to have a life, too. Mm-hmm. She did uh, try to give me the advice to be a stripper in Vegas, so this is just comeback. Oh, yeah, that's when true. When you think about you it, it's not that, like bad advice. It's not horrible. It's a lot advice. of money, yeah. you know? It's, it's like, like, 
I was thinking about maybe starting like an OnlyFans where I give out betting content. So was I. You know? Yeah. Like just shirtless in the hotel room, seven pack. Eating just, pizza? Yeah, just seven pack. <laughs> eight pack, just Ryan chilling. Ryan is getting shredded. You know? I like the Kansas City Chiefs to cover the two points. The Chiefs are seven and one against the spread in their last eight. You think that would work? I think yes. it would work. Yeah, definitely got it. Is know anybody what, doing that yet? Is anybody doing like OnlyFans betting content? Yet? Uh, I think you'd have to sit in a bubble bath, though. It would be very That's what unique I want. that way. That's oh, the yeah? one I want. Yep. You want to do a bubble bath? That's the bu- Turn the lights down yeah. low. Every yeah. time I just lose every bet, that's that's the content you get. Just light some candles, yep. you know, set the mood. Yeah. I play it Al hey Green. Guys, Trista Crick. Let me just tell you about all the bets that went wrong today. Oh, yeah. Wisconsin today minus day. three and a half against Michigan. Chawan Howard, one of the worst college coaches in all of the game. They're playing some of the worst basketball we've ever seen, but no, no, no. Not at the Cole Center. So what did I do? I turned these bubble baths on high, turn the heat on high because I'm on a cold streak. Yeah. That'll be $25 a month. You put some thought into it. No, I just did that right off the top. Well, you know what? Well done, my friend. Well done. Well done. I think it's good. National Girls and Women in Sports Day. Happy day. I have been giving you gold. Okay. (laughs) On women, on National Women's Sports Day. I have to say, as a woman, I've been giving us gold. I owe you a drink tonight. I think that's I'll get fair. you a kitty cocktail. Yeah. I think they just turned my mic off. They I'm might have. They're sure like, Trista, they <laughs> Trista, no more. Your mom called. I can't hear myself and anymore. She, and yeah. she says, stop talking about my private Edible life. panties was and the then, cutoff point. Oh, man. <laughs> they said, dump, dump. God, I can't wait till that's a promo somewhere. That's got to make its round. She's going to be so mad at you. All right. Have I you haven't gotten a text yet. Let okay. me see. Oh nope, man, no she I, might. It's it's you know. might be a night off. It could be the secret <laughs> sex life of single moms day. She might be in that back bedroom. All yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, you guys know one of my favorite things about this week so far. And Trista, you 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 kind of pointed this out, and I think it's important that we do this the rest of the time. Is living this week through PJ's eyes. Yes. PJ, yesterday we went to the Bellagio to see the fountains, and you have a video of it. The Bellagio and was so. Oh yeah, PJ, where did we go yesterday? No, you got to turn on the mic. There we go. We'll get there. Bellagio. Bellagio. There he wanted go. to see the fountains, and he wanted to see the the music and the water going, and he was just so happy, just so happy. So on a Would You Rather Wednesday, my friend, I feel like you can explain that experience if you'd like to us. But more importantly, we're going to try our best to just live this week through your eyes. You just you have the fascination with everything, and I think that's great. Don't ever lose that, PJ. Thank you. Don't ever lose that. Fountains were great. It would have been nice to know that we could have stayed inside and seen them, you know, yes. underneath so we didn't have to get rained Some on Some of us didn't bit. wear jackets either. And didn't that, wear jackets. Cold. Hey, we all yeah. survived. We, we all did. survived. We it was a great time. Yeah. Loved it. How cool was it, too, that Maggie Gray also went to the Gold and Silver Pawn Shop? Yep. Nick, we should have done that. That would have been a fun game. You know, like, what could we have bought with, like, 20, 30 bucks? I do like that idea. That was a good we, idea. I mean, we could go back. Kate's somewhere over here. I just saw her a second ago with social. It could, could be a social thing for us. Why not? You guys yeah, should like go it. knock that out of the park tonight. I'll uh, <laughs> head back over to the room. Why do I feel like you'd spend more than $20? And then you'd lose your card again, and then your wife would make you sleep on the couch when you got home. Well, only time I've been to a pawn shop, I told you guys this. I bought a sword. Oh, Why? that's right. You did buy a sword. I bought a sword. And uh, so, and then we used to go to garage sales. Remember garage sales? Yeah. Oh, they yes. still have they garage still sales. They still exist. They still exist. Yep. Well, I don't yep. live in like a real neighborhood, so I don't see these things. Yeah, yeah. My neighborhood does that. Uh, I but, live in a neighborhood where it's like real, homes. real cut. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, I guess I'm in this world now. Me and my buddy John, <laughs> which shout out my buddy Johnny U, Johnny Utah. Uh, he's actually coming out here tonight. It's going to get, it's going to get crazy. Oh, God. Me and him, we bought a bow and arrow in the seventh grade, which... 
why this man, this family sold this to us <laughs> made no sense. We would have this kid, his name was BJ, stand like on the fence and we would either hit golf balls at him or shoot bow and arrows oh my at him. God. Thinking back, like we could have like legitimately killed him. Yes. So it wasn't really that cool. But the better story, and I could tell this one now because statute uh, of limitations. I yeah, I don't think I've already, you know, we've talked about like the boiler room, casino room that we had at my college, but this one's even better. All right. Uh, when we got the axe. I've told you this, right? Yeah, you got an axe, right? Like a throwing. You, we used to just go and cut down people's trees. That's right. And it made you know, the and it made uh it was it was even like in the Chicago Sun Times. You know it was what? like front page. Did you feel like okay, this is the height of my fame? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> except for like we weren't allowed to talk about it, obviously. People were like, who the hell is just going around the suburbs, you know, door to door chopping down trees? Man, you're a jerk. I know. Well, not like you know, now that we're older, well, I of course I didn't realize it like cost money to plant those. Well, let's, you're like the guy from V from Vendetta. Yeah, let's you know? be honest. Yeah. We all we all did stupid stuff when we were younger. You yeah. grow up and you realize, yeah, that was kind of dumb. Yeah, you know, yeah. kind of like betting the uh, uh, BYU Cougars last night. Yeah. You know, yeah. so, uh, you know two what? And a half point dogs. Tonight's different because we yeah. tailed PJ on Auburn over so Alabama. Good. PJ and I'm that, and that, the over. That, that was an easy. Would you rather? Would you rather take Auburn because PJ says so or nothing? And I said, nope, I'm tailing PJ on this. He loves it. He's fading Alabama. And if it if a Crimson, are you a Crimson Tide? Is that how you actually describe it? Are you a Crimson Tide? Right? Well, like, damn Tide. an alum. No, I know, but you like, but well, like you, is somebody a Tide? Like, how do you describe yourself if you're an Alabama alum? Uh, Built by Bama, okay. I would say. Right. Yeah, that's All our right. thing. That's our built thing. Because you're not Bama. a Tiger, so you're a Tide, I guess. Anyway, whatever. Correct. What you got for us? Would you rather, guys, on a Wednesday live from Las Vegas, take Christian McCaffrey first touchdown in the big game at plus 350, or for CMC to have 125 or more rushing yards at plus 275. That's a great one. I think I'm going to go the all-purpose yards. It feels like they're going to be able to use them in a bunch of ways. They won't be able to contain them, I think. No, but that's just rushing, game. though. That's just, just rushing. rushing. Just that's, rushing? Yeah, that's just rushing. Or yeah, more rushing. See, oh, that's rushing, all. not yeah. all-purpose. Yeah, yeah oh. just rushing. Because the all-purpose, absolutely. This, oh, this has I made miss, it tougher. I misheard that. That's omni-brain. Uh, <laughs> I, think that's, I think first God. touchdown. I'm, I'm changing it. I'm changing it. Because especially if the Niners get the ball first, they're going to have to score quick. Mm -hmm. Feels like one of those scenarios. We talked about this before, Ryan. Shanahan in the red zone mm -hmm. loves to use Christian McCaffrey, you know, inside the five specifically. So that's probably what I would do. Because uh, I'm a gremlin, I played Kyle Juszczyk first, first touchdown. You love Juszczyk this week. Yeah, I love because oh, I'm a gremlin. One reception, you know, his yardage opened up just one yard. Now it's up to, what, like three and a half, and then I took him to score a touchdown. But I think I would go with the alt number on the rushing yards just because that's what you do against Kansas City. You run off tackle. You could average six yards per pop. And Christian McCaffrey, if he's not the best back in the league, he's definitely top three, and he ain't three. So I would go uh, alt number on McCaffrey because I don't think Shanahan's going to abandon the run like PJ's Ravens did. That's, that's the big thing is that you know that he's not going to – like it doesn't matter what Kansas City does. You're still going to see the ball handed off to Christian McCaffrey on a consistent basis. Think about what we saw against the Lions, right? It was – God, that Lions defense. They're top five in the NFL against the run. Really, really good. McCaffrey still got the carries, still got the opportunities, and it worked out for them especially in the second half. So, yeah, I would take the alternate rushing yards only because – there is a chance that, you know, George Kittle, like there's so many weapons on that 49ers offense. There's a chance, let's say, they get Kittle involved early or it's a Debo Samuel, you know, first touchdown at that point. So there's just a lot with San Francisco in terms of what they can throw at you offensively. But the one thing that's consistent is Christian McCaffrey getting targets, getting yards, 
getting opportunities, and that's because Kyle Shanahan knows that you've got the best running back in the NFL and you don't abandon it. That is the right thing to do. And as I've said, damn it, bring running backs back. Give them some damn respect at the end of the night. BetQL and BetMGM are bringing the big game in Las Vegas to you all week. You better you bet, and BetMGM Tonight will be broadcasting live at Mandalay Bay. Listen anywhere you go with the Odyssey app.